Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's Dead 241, and this is God's Big Story. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. Welcome back, everyone. I hope your weekend was lovely. But here we are. We're in the home straight of our year-long journey. Just 20 episodes to go now, and it's week number 49. Hi, everyone. Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin, the friendly, curious cow. So, Marvin, did you have a good weekend? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was fun, Dave. You know, I played a little cowball. I watched a movie. Uh, Okay. So, well, what was the movie this time? Oh, David was great. It was about this cow who got a job as a security guard, guarding all these really cool exhibits. But then, every night, the exhibits would come to life, and muhem ensued. Muhem? Oh, yeah, Dave. Yeah, it's when things get crazy around cows. Okay, okay. And what was that one called? It was called Night at the Museum, Dave. Yeah, you'd love it. Okay, Marvin. Well, it is Monday, and we've just got four of these to go now. Are you ready? Oh, I sure am, Dave. Let's do it. Jingle, please. What have we heard the Bible say? Let's remember it's recap day. Okay, Marv, here we go. More squeezing than ever, but let's give it a whirl. Three, two, one, and go. Creation and the fall and the patriarchs and God's covenants. Moses and the Passover, then out of Egypt, Ten Commandments and the tabernacle. Joshua into the promised land, then Judges and Ruth. Then kings, Saul and David and another covenant, and then Solomon builds a temple. Kingdom splits, Israel falls to Assyria, then Judah falls to Babylon. Then 70 years of exile, then Jerusalem and the temple are rebuilt. Yeah, then 400 years of silence. Jesus is born, he grows up, he's baptized and he's tempted. He clears the temple, lots of miracles, he heals people, he casts out demons, he calms the storm, he walks on water. Yep, there's lots of teaching, lots of parables. He meets Moses and Elijah and brings Lazarus back from the dead. He enters Jerusalem on a donkey, he clears the temple again, and goes against the Pharisees who want to get rid of him. Washes his disciples' feet, shows the Passover is about him. He's arrested, he's put on trial. Peter denies him three times, and Jesus is sentenced to death. He dies on the cross. The sky goes dark, the earth shakes, and the curtain in the temple is torn in two. On the third day, Jesus is raised from the dead. He appears to Mary, to two on the road to Emmaus, and to the disciples. Thomas sees his wounds, Peter is restored, and after 40 days, Jesus goes back to heaven. Peter and John heal a guy, they're put in prison, but released. Then all the disciples get thrown in jail, but the angel gets them out. Then Stephen is the first to die for his faith. Good work, Marvin. And yep, just three more of those to go. Oh, easy peasy, Dave. Yeah, we got this. But, well, anyway, where are we today? Okay, so last Friday we heard how Stephen was the first one to be killed for being a Christian. And I told you to remember the one guy who was there holding everyone's coats. Do you remember his name? Oh, uh, that was Saul, right? (laughs) That's right. Good job, Marvin. Well, today we're going to hear that things were going to get a lot worse for Jesus' followers in Jerusalem. But we'll also hear how the good news now started to spread out. Okay, gotcha. So, well, who's reading that for us today? Today, we're back to our friend Richard. Oh, hi, Richard. Hello. Today's reading is taken from the book of Acts, chapter 8, verses 1 to 24. On that day, the church in Jerusalem began to be attacked and treated badly. All except the apostles were scattered throughout Judea and Samaria. Godly Jews buried Stephen. They mourned deeply for him. But Saul began to destroy the church. He went from house to house. He dragged away men and women and put them in prison. The believers who had been scattered preached the word everywhere they went. Philip went down to a city in Samaria. There he preached about the Messiah. The crowds listened to Philip and saw the signs he did 
All of them paid close attention to what he said. Evil spirits screamed and came out of many people. Many people who were disabled or who couldn't walk were healed. So there was great joy in that city. A man named Simon lived in the city. For quite a while he had practiced evil magic there. He amazed all the people of Samaria. He claimed to be someone great. And all the people listened to him, from the least important of them to the most important. They exclaimed, It is right to call this man the great power of God. He had amazed them for a long time with his evil magic. So they followed him. But Philip announced the good news of God's kingdom and the name of Jesus Christ. So men and women believed and were baptised. Simon himself believed and was baptised. He followed Philip everywhere. He was amazed by the great signs and miracles he saw. The apostles in Jerusalem heard that the people in Samaria had accepted God's word. So they sent Peter and John to Samaria. When they arrived there, they prayed for the new believers. They prayed that they would receive the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit had not yet come on any of them. They had only been baptised in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then Peter and John placed their hands on them and they received the Holy Spirit. Simon watched as the apostles placed their hands on them. He saw that the Spirit was given to them. So he offered money to Peter and John. He said, Give me this power too. Then everyone I place my hands on will receive the Holy Spirit. Peter answered, May your money be destroyed with you. Do you think you can buy God's gift with money? You have no part or share in this holy work. Your heart is not right with God. Turn away from this evil sin of yours. Pray to the Lord. Perhaps he will forgive you for having such a thought in your heart. I see that you are very bitter. You are a prisoner of sin. Then Simon answered, Pray to the Lord for me. Pray that nothing you have said will happen to me. Thanks, Richard. Okay, Dave, yeah, so loads of Christians were getting thrown into prison, huh? That's right. This guy Saul is a Jew who thinks all this Christian stuff is not real. He doesn't believe in Jesus, and so he kind of makes it his mission to try and hunt down and destroy the church. But we'll hear more about him later this week. Ugh, he sounds horrible, Dave. Well, yes, at this stage, he's definitely the bad guy. And so the church is scattered, and Philip heads off to Samaria. Now, do you remember the Samaritan woman that Jesus talked to? These were the folks who did not get on with the Jews. But they see the amazing things that Philip can do by the power of the Holy Spirit, and they hear the good news of Jesus, and they believe. Yeah, then there's this guy Simon, the magician? That's right. Now, the Bible doesn't give us details about what kind of magic Simon was doing before Philip showed up, but when he sees the true power of God, he knows that what's going on now is way beyond what he's been up to. And so we read that he believes and he is baptised. Yeah, but then he tries to buy the Holy Spirit. That's really weird. Yeah, I'm afraid Simon just hadn't quite got it. Now, what happened was a really big deal. Jesus had sent the Spirit to build up his church. So the amazing things we've been reading about at Pentecost and afterwards, they had all been happening amongst the Jews in Jerusalem. But now look, the Spirit is going to work in just the same way in this non-Jewish city of Samaria. God is showing that his church, his people, is for Jews and Gentiles alike. Oh yeah, yeah, it's good news for us Gentiles, huh Dave? 
Yeah, big time, Marvin. But this guy, Simon, well, he spent his whole life making money from magic. And yes, he has believed, but he still looks and thinks, well, wow, I was rich before. With this kind of power, I could make an absolute fortune. Yeah, but the disciples don't like that much, huh? No, they really don't. Their friend Stephen has been killed, and now lots of their friends are in prison for the sake of the gospel. This is way, way more important than making money. The amazing things that the Holy Spirit is doing is not so that anyone can get rich, it's so that people can be saved. And so to the disciples, it's kind of a disgusting thing to even think about using the Holy Spirit for such a selfish reason. And that's why Peter calls them out for such a wicked thing. Okay, yeah, got it. And boys and girls, sometimes when we think about church, we can get to thinking, well, what is this church going to do for me? What am I going to get out of it? Really, that's just the same as what Simon was doing. But if we think that, well, we've just kind of got things upside down. If we're a Christian, we are part of God's church. And so we shouldn't be thinking, well, what is church going to do for me? We should be thinking, well, how can I serve and bless the rest of my church family? Yeah, we're not thinking, what can I get? We're thinking, what can I give? And how can I be part of what my church is doing? Okay, yeah. Yeah, I got it, Dave. So, boys and girls, we said last week that God's church is really important to him. The question is, well, will you be part of his team? Part of a family of believers who serve God together? Or are you going to be like a Simon? who goes to church for the church to serve them. Oh, yeah, Dave. Yeah, no, I definitely don't want to be a Simon. You know what, Marvin? I hope none of us will be. But, well, that is us well and truly out of time, so we better say goodbye, and we will be back again tomorrow. Okay, yeah. Bye, everyone. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave Josh.